right. Let's go, dude. Why am I missing a power cord? Anyway. All right, here we go. 1034, 54321. Who's the best show here? Tech Show! Who's the best show here? Tech Show! That's the best one yet. I am sure. Pizza, pizza. Big old show time! I use the bathroom. You were making it for young in the kitchen. I was in the dining room having sushi. It's a limousine tech show, and that's a fact. If you don't like the cats, you can stick it up your ass. Ain't no funny daddies that'll make it bad. But the show ain't good to make the DLTS. Dot And I see channels and links they got net. Bound tech show. Just sit right there, cause the gallon's just about to begin. Um. Welcome to episode 1034 of the Links Link Tech Show on the show tonight. We have Joel. Good evening. We have Dave Suppository Yates. <laughs> That's not funny. <laughs> and, wow. Wow. You know, I, I, some, we have this, uh, this ongoing project now at work that has turned into a daily debate because we're trying to further refine our logging. And so that we can properly set up alerts and it, it, it's been a struggle because it is really challenging to determine what we want to actually create a VO for that wakes you know, has the potential for waking the on-call person up at all hours of the night. And our goal here is obviously is to make sure we have proper coverage without being too excessive and causing the on-call person to go out of their mind uh, due to superfluous alerts. And it, it becomes a real challenge. Now, when an application is being developed, obviously excessive logging helps you determine the function, how it's functioning and paths that it's taking and, and helps with debugging certain things. But, but afterwards, that balance between providing enough information to uh, make sure that the application is functioning properly as well as if a problem occurs, being able to track down that problem is a very challenging balance. You know, in one case in point, somebody's, you know, the application I was working on today, somebody was like, well, if, if somebody's going to type in an ID for an asset and it can't find that asset. We want to let that person know. So it's going to, you know, alert them to that error. But they also decided to log the error. Unfortunately, they did it so that the application was coded that the search process, you know, in, in 
web applications when you're typing something in, it starts to do that seek ahead, the search or whatever it is. And so if you're typing in an ID, like it'll start looking up after as you're typing it to, to fill things in for you. Well, the IDs that we're using, I think, have a minimum of seven, seven characters. So the first six characters are not going to return anything. And thus, each one of those, because it wasn't a debounce search, so it's firing off on every key press, because it wasn't debounce to avoid that, it was reporting as they were typing in each key press, it's not found, not found, not found, until it gets to a valid length and a valid ID, then we're good. But that's throwing an error that's being caught in the logger, for every key press on that, and then it fills up the logs with nonsense stuff like that. And then couple that with some other things that you start looking at this, and I'm like, what is it that we want to capture here? And what is it that we need to capture? And what is going to be beneficial should there be a problem? And we kind of erred on the side of caution and went, I think, in my opinion, way too excessive in our logging, but trying to whittle that down is a very challenging process to create that balance. Yeah. yeah, create that balance that you can, when an error occurs, to be able to more quickly deduce what the problem is. Because oftentimes, if you're interacting with an API or some other service and that is returning an error, um, just because they provide an error message for you doesn't necessarily know what you, was done to create that, that response from them. So having the payload, so to speak, or whatever it is that was sent or used is beneficial. But then if you're always logging that along the way, for everything that isn't an error, produce an error that, you know, a success, then you got a ton of stuff filled up in the logs. Um, so it's, it is challenging. Uh, it, it's, but you know, it, it's fun in some regards. Now, the flip side to that is, is if you're logging errors and nobody's paying attention, what good is it? You know? So you get to that point where I'm like, look at all these errors in this application. Why is nobody doing anything about these errors? Like, nobody even knows, right. you know? So why are we logging this if nobody seems to care? And it's like, well, I think somebody should care, so maybe we need to yep. pay more attention to what's going on. And that, that comes yep. back to the whole circle thing where you're like, well, then we should probably be alerting on some of these things. And then it's like, well, you know, we're having this happen every day for a specific group of things that it doesn't seem like it's causing a showstopper. So it's not that maybe we don't want to trigger a VO for that in the middle of the night. But the other side of that is maybe at, at 8 o'clock in the morning when people get into work, maybe they should look at that and say, well, wait a minute, here's a problem. Right, that, right. You know, so it's that delicate balance. Right, that, right, that, Dave Yates? That's right. Right. Yep. Go ahead. Well, it's it's like the the issue that I dealt with today. We had a client who um 
I am assuming their certificate changed on Active Directory on port 636. Anyway, um, my boss and wait, my wait, co-worker. Wait. Did it change or did it expire? That's that's a good question. Either changed or expired. I'm not sure which. Okay. Doesn't matter. Either either way, um, our at, our application in order to get the valid handshake, we have to have the intermediates and roots in a certain folder in the um, in the structure of the listener. All right. So I get to the point where I don't seem to see the SSL error I was seeing before. Right. So, but. We had network doing traces, and they weren't seeing any comms come from our server. So I'm like, what the heck is going on here? So I discovered this directory is only supposed to have um, uh, PEM-formatted intermediate and root certificates. PEM or also – you can also use CER, but PEM and CER are pretty much the same. All right? So I discovered that – the night before, when they put the certificates in there, they um, they left the P7B file, which is – that's like a full Java uh, archive, I think, for it. So that has both all parts and also requires a password. So our listener was hooking into that P7B file, and it was telling us that the pat- – that it was missing is – it couldn't open a key store. So – uh, and the only way I could find that out entirely and get the whole entire error message was if I ran that listener in the foreground mode in a terminal. So <laughs> that's annoying. Figured that out. Yeah, I figured that out, and that goes towards we we kind of run that run that um, edge. Like I'd love to have both the app listeners and the database listeners in full full. Verbose logging all the time. Alright. The only problem with that is disk space. Because it just writes to the disk, writes to the disk, and keeps on doing that. It will, it will recycle, like, uh, once it hits, like, two gigabyte for the file, uh, file size, it will rotate and do another log, right? But, um, we don't have as much space on these servers. Not to mention the fact, the database one, if we had it in full debug all the time, Two gigabytes in five minutes. <laughs> Gone. I mean, or less, depending on how active the server is. So we can't have that long on all the time. We don't have it on at all. Uh, <laughs> unless we're actively troubleshooting. So it's like, ah, uh, but, so, and it's like, it's like I've wrote many an idea that says, uh, that goes up to R&D and says, hey, you should show more when you're in error mode than you are. You don't have to give me the whole fire fire hose. Just give me more <laughs> so that I can figure out what the hell's going on. So, but, um, so I'm going to be probably writing a, I got the change written and it's probably, it's already done. I fixed it, but you know, so this is fixing the change process happening after the fact. But uh, uh, and then it's do I, I have to d- determine do I need to write a um, art? I probably am gonna write an article on it just so that if you see this error in the log, this is why. <laughs> Look for a P7B 
because it was apparently glomming onto that and and trying to open it, uh, and then it wouldn't go any further. So, but yeah, we got it fixed. And what was even worse though is this is one of our Latin America clients, so language was a little bit of a barrier. Fortunately, their CSDM is uh, Spanish-speaking, so you can speak Spanish. Happens to live in this area, too, where I live, so that's interesting. But So that was my fun for today. So I'm off Monday. I don't know about you, but I'm off Monday because it is Martin Luther King Day. I'm taking it off. off. Oh, hey, Joe. Hey. Hey, Joe. Yep. I'm actually taking Monday and Wednesday off. Wednesday, my wife, um, once a year, she goes to a special eye doctor uh, because she's got diabetes. And diabetes can attack uh, um, various Cornea. parts of your eyeballs, corneas mostly. Yeah, she's actually already had cataracts once. So, um, but, so because she goes, when she goes, they dilate her eyeballs she can't drive so i have to drive her so i figured i'll take that day off and then after i get her settled after after her eye doctor appointment um i can gather up i have uh some uh lithium ion batteries that aren't working anymore one that came out of this laptop i'm actually using right now and um one of my battery banks uh it just no lights will come on. It won't provide any charges, so I'm just going to take it, and um, I might have to see. I thought maybe I would already got rid of some of the laptops. I had some old laptops that I probably need to get rid of, extract a hard drive out, and get rid of that. So well, I'll probably all do those that batteries. Too. I mean, all the 1850s in them are still useful, except for maybe the one or two that are dead in each set. Right. Well, the only problem, like, the battery bank is, like, one of those impregnable banks where you probably risk the thing going up in flames if I try to crack it open. Mm. So, there's that. Mm. <laughs> Actually, I thought, it's funny you mentioned that. I One of the things I thought, it would be, I have to go look, I'm pretty sure there's a charge circuit, but build my own. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You can buy plenty of charge circuits. It's just finding one that'll do high output that's the problem. Right. Yeah, that's true, too. So I do have uh, my my best battery bank that I have now is the Anchor uh, 737. That thing's a beast. It charges fast. If you have one where the cells are dead but the board is still good, then make your own from that. Yeah, that's an idea, too. But they uh, they don't make these batteries... uh, uh, very easy to open uh, and keep the shell. So <laughs> actually, I had one of my uh, coworkers at work. Um, he he vapes, but he does the um, the disposable ones. Oh, and and they have a charging circuit in them, and um, <clears throat> they have uh, well lithium ion cells. I mean, they're not going to be eighteen six fifties in those. But um, the the lithium ion cells in them are still good, and I mean. All they're going to do is go to right. the trash. So I had him bring right. me uh, his old ones, and I'm going to take them apart and pull the batteries out of them. Cool. And either use the charging circuit that's already there, although I don't think any of those have outputs, or right. 
put on my own charging circuit, which means I have micros sitting around, but um, I'd like to get some C's. What can you yeah. use the charging? I mean, where are you putting the charging cells from the vapes in? Into um, my own, like batteries or flashlights or uh, char- my my own like personal chargers. I can make those. Right. Either that, or I can just use. You know how I was taking a because they're all going to be the three point seven volts. Right. Right. I mean right. that's pretty standard. So I can actually use them in the um, Bluetooth headsets that I like to build. There you go, yeah. And that'll be a whole set of overkill for one of those headsets. I mean, they'll last for freaking days. So you just take them out and solder them in there? Yeah. Oh. I I mean, it's just a red wire and a black wire and maybe a um, resistor if it's got, you know, if it actually checks for overheating. The next thing that, that along the same lines, um, I bought an o, um, Olight um, flashlight, which comes with a rechargeable. Um, it's the same form factor as a double A, but it's uh, I think it's a higher voltage. It's two point something instead of a one point five. Five hundred batteries. Yeah. So, yeah, they're they're three point seven volt, but they're the size maybe just a smidge bigger than a double. Yeah, yeah, I think I haven't tried putting a double A in it. It would probably work, but it would probably be not as bright. But um, the battery itself has a USB C port on it, so that's how you recharge it. You just plug in a USB C cable, and you're good to go. Um, but so it's charged up. I mean, granted, it'll last a long time on a charge because LED flashlights, uh, you know, they don't use a lot of power. Yeah, and fourteen five hundreds are nice. Yeah, but and also more battery stuff. Um, I don't know how many of you guys work uh, watch um, Jerry Rig Everything. Um, he did something that made me think. Um, EcoFlow is along the same line. They make batteries along the same lines as Jackery. <clears throat> but they actually have a, a a really cool setup that you can... Um, I assume you can replace your breaker box, but basically you can replace... I think you replace the breaker box with the smart one, which has like an app, you know, an app and all this stuff in it. But then you can take the EcoFlow battery... That you can take with you, plug it into that, and that's your whole house backup right there on wheels. And the nice thing is, is if you go camping or something, you can load that into the car and take it with you. I mean, granted, it would take up a lot of room in the car, but, you know, you could. And it wouldn't power your house very long. No. No. It's probably enough, like, um, I... I think you can in the breaker box you can choose which breakers you want to be have power. Like for example, I could choose the outlets in my uh, um, or my bedroom. Yeah, my bedroom for the CPAP stuff. Uh, yeah. So um, if I don't do something like that, uh, or or the uh, natural gas powered uh, Generac, um, 
I might start. I might buy um, as a backup uh, a Jacker, the new Jackery three thousand one. They are very expensive, but um, you can buy a whole setup for. I think it's about four thousand. I think, and, and it has. Uh, it comes with the solar panels as well. So, and I believe that also has a two twenty on it as well. Uh, not that I'd use a 220. I'd probably use the... Uh, At least not for very um, long. No, 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 no. But uh, something like that, you know, charged up and, and stored somewhere in my, in my either in my garage or... You're just going to bring your dryer some, with you? Yeah, right. No. Well, actually, no, no, a lot of um, EV chargers can power off of that. <laughs> it wouldn't charge your car up very long, but, you know... <laughs> But backup power, especially for the like, I have um, many up. Actually, I'm wondering if Alan's okay. Uh, I know they had a fair a fair amount of snow and ice and oh, wind um, uh, with with that storm that comes through. And I know Texas had some too. Well, no, Texas gets well. My part of Texas gets theirs next week, but uh, okay, yeah. Florida, where my dad is, that had all those tornadoes. Yes, they did. But, we had some here too. Yeah, they're they're doing good, but they said it happened like right up the street from them. Things just got tore up. Wow. Yeah. So, like my dad, my grandma, my aunt, my uncle, my sister, my nephew, all of them out that way. Yeah, I've been talking about it for years. I think this year I might do something about it. It was a teamwork, okay? Telling a cockroach that she found. Mark, do it. Uh oh. Yep, it's thoroughly dead now. Time to call an exterminator, because if you got one, there's more. Yeah, we'll call an exterminator again. I had to get rid of my last exterminators because they wouldn't listen to me when I told them not to come out because nobody was going to be there. And then they billed me for coming out when they couldn't go in and do anything. So, on the Raspberry Pi 5 weight, <laughs> uh, I'm still waiting for the what the Pi itself. However, today, the uh, accessories changed status from exception to new order. <laughs> Whatever that means. Sounds you like didn't get your stuff. <laughs> oh, I I did get something off of uh, eBay recently. I got lucky, and uh, I got a tap strap keyboard for twenty dollars off auction. So that's that one of those ones you just wear it on your fingers and wiggle your fingers to type. Yeah, you gotta actually tap it on something, but yeah, that's okay. the idea. But 
Um, I've been learning that for the last couple of days. There's a bit of a steep learning curve with it, and I don't know if I'll ever be able to use it for, like, daily things, because entering in a password would be extremely difficult. Or, you know, at least a, a proper password with, like, symbols and capitalization. Right. Well, I am getting pretty good with it. Still, 20 bucks. That's not bad. Yeah, for uh, I, I was trolling uh, Facebook Marketplace, and I am so tempted. Somebody in the area had a. I'm trying to think what color it is, but it's one of the original IMAX, uh, not the bon- not the Bondi blue one. It's the generation after that, and I'm tempted to pick it up. And then I thought, where the he- what the hell am I gonna do with it? It's going to sit in the corner and look pretty. Yeah. Well, and I'd have to get some sort of hard drive for it, too, because she said it needed, it's a said it needed a hard drive. But $80 was what she was asking, <coughs> which for that is actually pretty decent, believe it or not. <laughs> yeah. No, it sounds like it would be. I mean, that is a piece of history right there. Yep. Yep. I, I, I don't frankly don't have a place to actually stick it so i probably won't get it but (laughs) that's what she said uh that's what the wife would say she'd be like what are you gonna do with that where do you think you're gonna stick that the only thing i could think of is i wouldn't even load osx on it or linux because you know this a classic i'd put mac os 9 on it probably the latest version of that Because I don't think you can, you, I mean, power-wise, you know, CPU-wise, it might be a good little, uh, like, stick in the corner and occasionally browse the web with it kind of thing. But on on any PowerPC, Linux is not going to have an up-to-date browser on it. Oh, hell no. No. I think a Dale, there is one mo- more modern Linux that they're trying to get. PowerPC support, but it's pretty much all but gone from the kernel now, I think. Well, all the stuff that they're currently removing from the kernels. I mean, they're even removing 32-bit support from Debian. Yep, yep. So, I mean, that's going to happen. Steam Steam requires 32-bit, doesn't it? It requires some 32-bit drivers. Right. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't... um... Isn't it uh Steam Deck is Linux? It's Wine, right? Wine when it's yeah, having the wine to do stuff or Proton yeah, when it has to do stuff with Windows crap. Isn't it? Isn't Windows another Windows stuff has like 32-bit dependencies? Probably. I mean, yeah, they, they've I, they've they've been backwards compatible with everything for a really long time. So who Wine or Windows? Windows. Yeah, because I think. If I if I recall correctly, I think a lot of that had to do with the fact that for some reason Windows can't break that 32-bit compatibility because there's so much stuff that depends on it, which means right. Wine depends on it, and that's the reason why you have to have that for Steam because that yeah, is a lot of Wine. But crap. you don't have to have it for specific hardware. No, and I don't think it would change so. I probably don't need to worry about it in, in, in that light. Right, but Steam doesn't Steam use Proton though. Steam does use Proton. 
Right. I'm just saying I don't think the 32-bit drivers would need to be updated for that. Right. Because hmm. it seems like a Steam Deck format of systems is starting to gain a lot of following. You got the uh, Lenovo um, Legion Go. You've got um, the Asus Republica Gamers Ally. Um, I think MSI is releasing one called the Claw, and they're all that kind of a format, just the same kind of Form format. Factor, as, but most of those yes. are running Windows. Truth. I actually think the Windows ones. Uh, the Steam. Don't get me wrong. Steam Deck is really cool, but the Windows ones can run uh, GOG games. You know, they can run pretty much. You don't. You're not tied to strictly. Steam Deck, Steam Steam things, or you well, probably with the run Steam Deck. You're not exactly tied either, because you can drop down to no. desktop mode and go do whatever you want. True, but it has to work on Linux. So if you know, right? Does GOG work on done. Linux? GOG does have. Well, they have Linux specific games that you can download. Right. But right. um I mean But if it's a DOS box game, you can you can use that, can't you? Yes, of course. And then there's also right. play on Linux, which um yeah, it's a, it's is a another launcher, right? Well, that's not specifically a GOG launcher. Um it's right. basically just a repository where people have gotten together and said these are the settings you need on Wine. Gotcha. And here's an installer to make it happen. Right. So I'm actually very, very curious and may pick up the Ally, I think. And that's the one that impresses me the most, and I like my Asus uh, laptop very much. It's it's pretty good. The only thing I don't like is one thing they did with the um, – they had enough space on the board inside that case – for um, full-size M2 drives, but they only have the, the shorter one. And those are a little harder to find in larger sizes. But it's it might be worth a shot, not to mention the fact you can plug it in a dock, plug a keyboard and, and a mouse, and you got a full-blown laptop, essentially. Plug it into the hotel room TV or something, you know. We'll see. I don't know. I don't know. It's I'm, I'm always out before I um, might want to make a purchase like that. There are cool cool devices, and and there are, I think those formats are a little nicer than the, the GPDs. Mm. But doesn't GPD have their own handheld now? They do. They do. Yep, I'd be more apt to buy one of these game gaming oriented form form factors than I am the little laptop ones they have. Cause at least then I know for sure that I can do something with it. <laughs> Still running Manjaro? Joel, you saw that last week? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And it's working really good. 
Dan, did you get Ruse working? Or did you give up? Did I get what working? Peruse. Fuzzy Finder AUR helper. Oh, Peruse. Uh, I didn't do anything with this last week. Okay. Well, I, um, I did install Audio Bookshelf. Uh, Joe, Joe's I, I like it a lot. Uh, I do need, uh, I got a lot of work to do on, uh, directory matching. structures. Yeah. But matching's not so much a problem, especially the directory structures. I, yeah. I got I to get those in order. Yeah, getting everything just right. by author. Yeah. But I, I like it a lot, and that, that actually inspired me to, uh, I'd not done this before, and I think I knew about it, but I forgot about it. But, you know, Calibre's got a, you can have a Calibre server. And I've, I've enabled that, so I've got my ebooks on a server and my audiobooks on a server, and I just need to tie that in the next cloud. But i got to be careful because I don't want it. I don't want Nextcloud syncing something that Calibre's already sunk, sunk, synced. <laughs> yep. But I, I like them both a lot. Oh, I'm glad you're liking it. Uh, are you using it to stream or are you using it to download and then listen to, listen to it from something else? I've tried both, and it worked, they both work great. I've done it from the browser, the phone, downloaded it, and streamed it, and it works really good. I looked at cool. a Plex option just to see what they had, but based on what I can find on the internet, it's still not up to par. Uh, doing audio from Plex, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, I mean, it's it okay. Does, it gets it, does it music, there. Yeah, it does music good, but the audio books are a little yeah. wanting. Yeah, I had that set up for a while, but found yeah. it useless. Yeah. Before I retired, I was all about the audiobooks because I had I was on the road two hours a day. But I, I've been reading more EPUBs since July. It's crazy how much I've read. Because hmm. I'm hot. Well, <clears throat> I'm officially been accepted to Keller Graduate School, and I'm registered for my first class for my master's degree. Oh, awesome. good for you, sir. Yes, very good. Yes, What's your first class? Yeah, I got that. No, no. uh, Suppository go 101? Hmm. <laughs> Wait, no, what is it? Doesn't he have a doctor in that already? Dave's <laughs> got that doctorate. Uh, what, what's the class? What class are you taking, Joel? Hold on, I gotta find. I gotta. I gotta. I had to bring up my class, my uh, registration email. Uh, it says MGMT five ninety one. So I'm assuming uh, I have to go back and look up that course. That sounds like management. Yeah, something like that. That's yeah, it's something like that. Um, let me go see if I, it'll take me a second. I gotta find that uh, program they sent me. Well, that's cool. Is it, do you have like, do you, I, I guess it's online, right? Yeah, it's all online. Now, do you have scheduled classes or is it self-paced? Uh, I don't know yet. Well, you better find out, man. When's it start? I, ha- I know. I don't know. Uh, end I don't of February, know. Uh, February 26th. 
They took my money. February 26th is when. February 26th. Oh, okay. Well, I haven't done that yet. Uh, they haven't done that yet. <laughs> oh, that's cool. They got me on it uh, since I've got um some some assistance coming in from my employer. Once grades are are dropped, they got me on a deferred payment plan. So basically, I don't have to pay until five weeks after the class. Oh, five weeks after you finish the class. So that's so nice. if you fail, you correct. Don't pay. Now, now, if I fail it, I still have to pay, but I'd have to pay for all of it because I have to get a B. <laughs> How much does your work cover? Well, see, that's that's the kicker there. Um, it'll be ninety percent, but the but in a year they'll only cover like five thousand dollars. So. Yeah, I'm gonna have to co- cover more than I thought. <laughs> yeah, but that's not too bad. I mean, so that wait, might how be much that now? I've got no. I mean, I mean, the whole program's probably gonna be right around. I think eighteen thousand. I think somewhere around there. I think. Well, how many so classes it might, you take might, in a year? It might might be okay. Well, see, that's the thing. It, it looks like classes are also shorter. Because, like, in the spring, in the upcoming term, there's a total of two classes. So, and I, I, I got, I got, for some reason, the, the registration email just gives me the number. It doesn't tell me what the name of the class is. And they're not showing up in my student portal yet either because I haven't gone through. There's uh, one thing I do have to do is I got, got to go through the orientation, of course. Well, so, about approximately how much is it to take a class then? Is it like that's something I'm not a hundred percent sure of yet. I don't have because if you're working yet. paying for five thousand dollars a year, you could that's, probably take like what? Maybe two classes, three two classes? classes. Yeah, that's not too bad. Something like that, I think, per year. So yeah, essentially, yeah, your work I, essentially covers like one so one class a semester, right? Something like that, yeah. I think that beats the hell out of not paying for anything. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so I mean, like I said, all I gotta do is get a, get a grade, and my my employer has to, uh, you know, approve. My manager, I should say, has has to approve for it. So you have and to get will. a B or better for them to pay for it. Yeah, I do. Oh, baby, don't mess up. Mm-hmm. A B or better, not a C, a B. Can't just pass yep. the class. You got to knock it out the park. Yeah, basically. That's okay. It shouldn't be too much of a problem with only one class to worry about. Even even when I was taking classes classes for free at work, I I still um, could um, take more than one. A lot of times I did actually. Was that to your, find that whole course listing? Was that thing. was that one of those things where your company had a? 
they partnered with um, Udemy or whatever type service where you can take classes that they offer for free? No. Do they partner with a college? Or you could take them for free anywhere. Oh, no. When I was at Columbus State, it was just free. Oh, at Columbus. Okay. Oh, yeah. That That's nice. Did you get credit for those? Yeah, I did. Oh, man. Could you get a degree for free at Columbus State? Basically, yes. Oh, wow. Yep, I could definitely do that. So I'm like, why in the hell could I can't find that stupid thing from last That's pretty year? Sweet. Oh. oh, wait. I got it on my Hold on. I got it on my phone. I just remember I downloaded it on my phone. I was trying to see what the name of that course was. I, I know it's on the uh, uh, PDF I was sent, like, before the holidays when I was sent that. Let's see. There it is. It's going to be a cybersecurity concentration. So Management 591 is the first class, and it is Leadership and Organizational Behavior. Does that interest you? Uh, Yeah, I think so. Good. Considering I'm a leader. Now, are you are you looking to get uh, more into management? Yeah, at some point I would like, like to. I'm freaking college. I'd like to, and, and, and you know, and, and, and if it doesn't happen immediately after I get the degree, that's fine too. Or, you know, whatever. But if I ever want to do that. Most of the most of the my managers already have a master's a degree or better. And that's just the way things are in our company. Let's see registration confirmation MIS five forty. Now that class, the leadership one is, uh, from February 26th through April 20th. That's, that's the whole entire class. Then the next one is from May 20, 24th through June 22nd. So that would be MIS 540, which is innovation through technology. And then in the summer semester, uh, this one actually scares me a little bit. Um, Math 534, Applied Managerial Statistics. <laughs> and then the one after that, uh, which is leading into the fall, uh, MIS 581, which is System Analysis, Planning, and Control. So, but other classes I got to take, um, Managing Organizational Change, uh, Strategic management of technology, project management systems. Good thing I use those kinds of things all the time. Um, like, um, 
Well, I shudder to call ServiceNow a project management tool because it really isn't, but that's what we use it for. Um, <laughs> uh, ten, uh, other things in the technology core, um, database concepts, uh, system analysis, planning and control, network concepts and applications, technology management capstone, uh, principles of information security and privacy. Uh, in the concentration, uh, I got applications of business analytics one and two, database programming and applications, and business intelligence systems. So, and no thesis. I don't have to write a thesis. So just that, and that's a, the full program is two years and six months. If, if, if I, uh, take everything as, as I've got scheduled. So we shall see. We shall see. I think the other thing I'm going to try and do this year, um, is my, um, certification for AWS, a cloud practitioner. It's up for renewal. So, just have to take that. And I'm awfully proud of myself today because I didn't go to the gym this morning. But between work and the show, I went for a walk, and I walked uh, about 1.6 miles, which is... Uh, pretty good for me. I usually do about one and a half anyway at the, at the gym. And I did that in about 33 minutes, so I kept a good, fast-paced walk. That is a so, pretty good pace. Yeah, I think so. It was cold, too. <laughs> I started uh, intermittent fasting this week. I'm doing oh, a, a, I, I've done this before, but I've not done it this way before. Uh, I'm doing a 18-hour, 18-6, so I'm, i got a six-hour eating window. So I'm going from uh, like 10 p.m. to 4 p.m. not eating. I thought you were talking about a colon cleansing. No. <laughs> <laughs> Not that what beans are? 16 hours. 18 hours. 18 hours. Ugh. Yeah. I'd done the, I, I, I'd done the, uh, I'd done a variation of that where I would just skip breakfast, where I would, uh, stop eating at 3. I would get up every day. I'd eat at right. 3 p.m. and then I wouldn't eat again until like 5 a.m. or 6 a.m. the next day. But now I'm, I'm reversing that. I'm, I'm not eating during the day. I'm eating the, the evening meal only. I just, right. started, I just started Monday. You're doing that every day? Yeah. Oh. I'm, I'm thinking about adding, I'm thinking about I'm seriously thinking about adding one day a, a total fast. Uh, just one day a week, but I don't know. I've Look at all the that. Taco Bell you're missing when you do that. <laughs> right? Now, yeah. certain things I, I've been doing, um, just learning stuff from the new gram. Uh, not a lot, thus far anyway, I would say not a lot of it is if I didn't know, you know, it's just, 
the reinforcement is helping, but uh, you know, less calorie dense things. Um, Skinny Pop, that's a snack I can have. That's fairly good for me, and it's low calorie for one bag. Uh, depending on which flavor it is, it's uh, uh, 80 to 110 calorie-wise. Uh, so my favorite happens to be the one that's 110 because it's the Kettle Cook kettle cook uh, popcorn. <laughs> um, baby carrots, that's another snack I've been uh, subsisting on this week for snacks. And... Some salads. I did try a, I found the Noom had a recipe for, they call it PB and J oats and you can do it with oats, but the recipe has you doing it with a uh, quinoa. I love quinoa. So, uh, quinoa is good. This, this has you, uh, cook it in, um, milk. Uh, and then once, once that part's done, half, well, halfway through it, you throw in um, about half a cup of raspberries, and then after it's done, you top it with some peanut butter and, and like a tablespoon of peanut butter and uh, the rest of the ra- the rest of that cup of raspberries. So I guess you could probably mix it up and do some other berries in there or not. But it came out pretty good, and uh, I actually ate both things of raspberries that I bought. So What's the powdered peanut butter. You know. I probably am going to look at picking some of that up because I can cut the sugar out, too. My favorite healthy homemade quinoa dish that I used to eat for lunch for, for years was uh, quinoa, a boiled egg, tuna, mustard, and banana peppers. That Sounds delicious. It was delicious. It actually does sound good, yeah. And I found uh, another thing I, I found that's actually a good snack, and I'm probably going to buy another jar of on Friday, um, stuffed uh, cherry peppers, <laughs> stuffed with cheese. And I think one serving of it's like maybe 40 calories, so – and it tastes really good. <laughs> and uh, – just the other thing with that is just trying to get the family to try it. I made beef stew um, in the crock pot. That wasn't that was my own recipe, not one I got off the internet. <laughs> yeah, my dad refuses to eat anything I cook because it might be diet. Because it <laughs> might not have sugar in it. It sounds it sounds like like um what one of the ham radio groups I used to belong into. One time I have a friend that. Used to live in the area. He lives down in West Virginia now. I brought, I made a cheesecake, and he's sitting there eating this. I says, "This is pretty good." I said, "Well, you're eating the uh, low. I either made it with either low fat or no fat cream cheese, <laughs> and uh, it still came out good." So <laughs> immediately decided he didn't like it. No, he he shrugged his shoulders and could eat again. So, so it must have liked it. But <laughs> reminds me of the time where I had a buddy um I worked with who um uh now see now you can actually go to the store and buy venison at the grocery store. Back then you couldn't, and he he gotten a deer and he brought me some venison. So um. Before work, I was making, I was cooking our, our, um, like a lunch. I was gonna, uh, 
uh, bring some down to my wife, my new wife at the time. And so I used the venison in it and in order to kind of your help second wife, cover, your third wife, first wife, the one current wife too. Fifth um, wife. So when I made the chili, I, I, I had some, um, uh, beef stock or beef bouillon. And I, so I put, put a lot of that and I cooked that down before I threw the rest of the stuff before the chili in it. So I made it, took her a bowl of it and we sat and ate it and, uh, after she finished, I said, did you like that? She's like, yeah, it was pretty good. I said, you just ate Bambi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she was so mad. I said, but it tasted good, didn't it? Yeah, but that's not the point. I'm like, so? Bambi tastes delicious. Yeah, it just so all that to, delicious meat go to waste. It, it just so happened that that meat did come from a dough, so. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm very sad. Like, uh, this coming May, um, there is a meat, uh, I guess call it meat processor or butcher, uh, but they, they, they do their own thing. Like, you know, they'll, they'll bring in like beef and stuff. But if you, if you, if you're a hunter, you could take your meat there and they do things like make sausage and stuff for you. Uh, the place called Therns, uh, in, uh, German Village, uh, and, uh, unfortunately they're, they're gonna be, uh, shutting down for good at the end of May. So I might have to go down there and get me some sausage or something. Uh, I've had their stuff and it's all really good. But that's what happens when you have like a family run business and the heirs don't want to continue the business. That's what happened. That's what happened to my favorite farm market, uh, where we used to stop and get the pumpkins for uh, for Halloween. On the way back from the pumpkin show, uh, we'd stop there and get pumpkins there rather than cart the pumpkins all around pumpkin show. Um, so uh, they they closed down back in 2018, and that's just because the the family that was left didn't want to run it anymore. So. Not because it wasn't a success. Well, they probably tried to sell it. You could have bought it and ran it for them. Actually, I think they still own it. It's still there. It just hasn't opened since 2018. Mm -hmm. That seems like a waste. Yeah, I used to get the best. uh, They'd make um, a custard pie. Uh, just a plain custard pie. They made pumpkin pies too, but they had a custard pie. That was my favorite that they did. Because nobody does it right. <laughs> they did though. And hardly anybody makes that kind of pie too. Stores don't make it. I could make it though. It's not a difficult pie to make. Do it. It's not on my diet right now. <laughs> well, I'd have find to, a recipe that is on your diet. I'd have to do that on a cheat day. Modify that recipe so that it fits into your diet. I made a pie today, um, Joel. What you do? What kind? Don't man? say it. Don't <laughs> say it. Hair pie. <laughs> he was going to go with cream pie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah there you go. I made a spinach pie. 
Spanakopita. Oh, there you go. Quinoa. Oh, no. Uh, quiche. Quiche. A quiche would be good. Does that count as a pie? Yeah. It has a crust. I think, I think so. it's a quiche. It's an egg I don't know pie. If I call that a pie. That is a, it's a quiche egg a pie. pie. I don't know. Is it? What qualifies it as not being a pie? Or a tart. An egg tart. Egg tarts quiche. are delicious, though. Quiche just to have just to have, to have eggs in it or not? I guess not. Well, a quiche is mostly egg. Okay. But it's got a crust like a pie. Okay, right. so quiche is considered a pie, I guess. Yes. Well, a pizza yeah. is considered a pie, too, because it has a crust. Right. Ooh, pizza. I still do my pizza once a week. <laughs> hey, um, you can actually, you know, make low-calorie pizza. Actually, I've got some cauliflower crust down in the fridge. You don't need, no, cauliflower <laughs> crust is, doesn't save any calories. No. It's got more fiber in it, though. <laughs> but you can go with the, like, extra thin crust and make your own. Yep. Use some fat-free cheese, or you can, you know, um, uh, use some lavash bread as the crust. Yep. I've done all that kind of stuff. It's not I've been... pizza unless it's New York style. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, uh... I, I'm not going to argue with you, and I actually got no of um, right, right, right. a guy that does recipes, uh, low-calorie, high-protein recipes that stun a New York-style one. It's just a ah. bit more work that I want to put into it. Yeah, okay. Um, what is he? Hold on. I'm subscribed to him, so let me look him up real quick, and I'll tell you. Uh, exercise for cheat meals. Okay. And deep dish pizza is the one he has there uh, on, listed on his front page. Let's see. Deep dish, that's Chicago style, isn't it? Um, yes. This, uh, that might be a Chicago style, but it is extremely deep. Like, Could be Detroit, too. Yeah, three Detroit's, inches deep. Detroit's got but, the marinara on top, doesn't it? Yeah, he does have a... Uh, that one in one of his. Well, Chicago stock had the marinara on top too. Okay. Deep uh, Detroit. The best I can describe it is if you look at the deep dish at Little Caesars. That's a Detroit style deep dish. So yeah, he does have a deep dish with the marinara on top, and he does have a deep dish where the <laughs> toppings are on top. And then he, he's got a lot of pizza on his page. So yeah. I'm pretty sure there's a New York style here. Now, if you somewhere. look in, if you look in the mumble chat, I got a link to this hot sauce pack I bought at uh, Sam's Club from Hot Ones YouTube channel. And the four on the left, I can deal with. Uh, the one on the right, on the right, I can deal with it, but in small amounts because it's got the Apollo pepper in it. But they're all good. I like that, them all. Is that the YouTube channel that brings in the celebrities and they, they eat all yep. of them? Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah, this the one is I only like... is exercise for cheap meals. He has a pizza pot I'll pie. Check that. Pizza Ooh. pot pie? He has a pizza pot pie. Okay. It's like homemade 
Hot Pockets. Good yeah, I would, I would probably eat that. I'm not a hey. pot pie fan, but I'm a... He has a lot of um, anabolic um, ice cream. Okay. Like, just a bunch of DQ style or Dairy Queen style um, blizzards and stuff like that, just, you know, made with less calories. The stuff is pretty good. I really enjoy it. Ooh, I want to have to subscribe to this one. Oh, yeah. Taco Bell Mexican pizza. Getting my wife to try some of this stuff, though. Don't tell her uh, in advance. Well, yeah, there's that. (laughs) Just just cook it and be like, I made pizza. Try this. I made cheeseburger Crunchwrap Supreme. Try this. (laughs) There is a a recipe on Noom that I haven't tried yet. She might eat. I have to look on my – I have it stored in my Google Keep. If I if I'm gonna eat healthy, I have to cook it myself. I because oh, yeah. the, the only rule is is I eat whatever my wife cooks because she she lives to eat. I eat to live. Right. Uh, but like well, tonight we had brown chuck hamburger steak, and I, I had a big one of those on loaf bread with mustard and ketchup and two baked potatoes. My I, wife likes to cook, but she doesn't like to cook my way, so I cook yeah. for myself. Now, here here's a recipe from Noom. Very cherry ham steaks. So you get two ham steaks. One can of, I assume this is probably the full sugar, but I guess you could use diet, uh, cherry cola. Uh, two teaspoons of Worcestershire, uh, low sodium tomato paste, balsamic vinegar, Dijon mustard, and pepper and a scallion. Okay. You need to look up booze brownies. Ooh. It sounds it's, like something I wouldn't eat. <laughs> it's not alcohol. Oh. Boo made a brownie recipe. So Boo's brownies. And I like the, um, uh, we get, uh, I think the Pillsbury, uh, keto ones or those sugar ones. I can't remember. But the thing about Boo's brownies, uh, yes, they are made with diet soda. 29 calories. To- you have to eat them right. within, like, six or seven hours of making them. You can't really leave them sit. Right. They will go bad quickly. Right. They they taste like brownies. Well, they taste delicious. Oh, yeah. Oh, there you go. They look good. They're quite tasty. And and a lot of the flavor is dependent on the, the diet soda that you use. Yeah. Oh. Now, I did take... Um, for breakfast uh, this morning, and at least one other time this week, I had uh, cold brew, and I took, I poured uh, that in my uh, shaker cup with the protein powder, the chocolate protein powder, now, um, and that was delicious. Monster has this uh, cold the, brew the, uh, nitro the, infused coffee, the sweet black that I've been drinking. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. That's not my favorite one. I like the latte one, but they're both still uh, pretty low in sugar. So, but yeah. those are both good when I can find them. <laughs> but I think the latte ones are actually like a hundred calories, which is why I switch, yeah, they, stick to the nitro infused sweet black. Right. Yeah, they got uh, it's got milk in it. That's why. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which that's okay. I like milk in my coffee. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but uh, that's what I did. Like for the not my, I have more coffee beyond that. But I poured like a cup of the cold brew in my shaker, and then a scoop of the chocolate uh, Vega uh, protein powder. Well, it's the Vega and greens, so it has greens in it too. Uh, vegan? It probably is, but I very rarely make it that way. Like, well, uh, it's the, a the, vegan protein powder, is what it sounds like. Yeah, yeah, it is probably. It's Vega is the brand name. So yeah, well, with vegan protein powders, you usually get less protein and more calories. Right, but you These, also do get a higher amount of fiber, which can be helpful. This is a. Uh, 120 per scoop. That's not bad. How, how many uh, grams of protein? Uh, good question. I didn't look. <laughs> I didn't look. I, it's it's fairly high though. It's so. probably between 20 and 25. Yeah, it's not the end. So it's it isn't terrible. It's good. It still it steals my hunger in the morning. Not as much as like if I ate the the PB and J oats. Um, I just don't. I made that this. Uh, the last few days I did have enough time I could have made it, but um, I didn't have any berries. I didn't want to go to the store to get berries. So. <laughs> well, usually, like, my breakfast is anabolic French toast. Second breakfast is um, got, uh, two scoops of oatmeal, a scoop of peanut butter protein powder, a scoop some uh, mocha skinny syrup and right. some creatine. Right. But I, I I don't unless unless it's the weekend. I generally don't eat a lot of stuff in the morning anyway. It's just coffee and. Well, you haven't even asked me about third breakfast yet. Third breakfast, too many Christmas man. I I, I can I, I eat like all day. <laughs> There's another recipe I have have yet to try yet. Um, I think I got tomatoes down there, so I might try and make it. Um, a tomato, what? Hold on a minute. Tomato cream. Got look at my. Uh, I, I, I wish no. I could keep fresh tomatoes in the house. Well, that's yeah, that's part of the problem. <laughs> um, tomato chips. So you basically slice them thin and then uh, salt on them and cooking spray. That's basically all it is, salt, tomatoes, cooking spray, and you slice them thin and you put them on uh, – so you, do you put it on a paper towel? Let me see. Ooh, potato waffle. Uh, let's see. Arrange them on a plate. Spray them with cooking spray. Look, I could talk about food oh, and all you day. Microwave them. <laughs> yeah. And you can microwave them, so basically it makes the tomatoes crispy. So I might try I meal garlic that. on it. I might, I might try try to uh, put garlic on it too, because I bet you that would be good. Garlic powder, that is. Sometimes I'll meal prep stir fry. Mm-hmm. That's tasty too, and usually pretty low calorie. My favorite way to make a tomato is just a tomato with a slice of onion, 
like a slice of tomato and a slice of onion salted. That, 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 that could be tasty. I could see that. What yep. type of onion? Uh, Vidalia, or just white. white sweet. And yellow. I, don't, I don't really care. <laughs> a sweet onion, yeah. Pass a jalapeno on top, and you're good to go. Yeah. Yep. Now, fresh jalapeno or or the pickle, the jarred pickle ones. You like both of them? I I, I, I no, I don't like anything that's been brined. Anything that's really? been pickled, I find absolutely. Really? Wow. Yes. I'll eat either. <laughs> get into something else. I'll so eat like, either as well. That 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 so, bin that bin me sandwich or bind me. That I had that yeah. had, uh, that had raw fresh, raw, fresh yeah fresh yeah, yeah fresh. that was good they were huge yep. too like the jalapenos that you get in a can I can toss those into something else and cook. otherwise yeah, no yeah, like I, I if can't, you're making can't. nachos or something throw it on there yeah, yeah. or making nacho burritos cheese. yes nacho cheese covers the covers the pickledness huh mm-hmm. <laughs> I like pickled stuff though. <laughs> if I make a salad, I'll put like pepperoncinis pickled on a salad. There you go. Or banana peppers, or but I like those I, pickled on a salad. I freaking love banana peppers. They're like one of my favorite mild peppers. They are tasty. Where are you getting your banana peppers from? Walmart. <laughs> it's called guess, in a jar. Yeah. <laughs> guess I, uh, yeah. South Texas. West Texas, where all the peppers have flavor. Cherry cherry peppers I like a lot, especially like if you go to Steak, steak Shack, uh, or Shake Shack, I mean, Shake Shack, that's my favorite burger there has cherry peppers on it, and it's delicious. Habanero peppers. Mm. Mixed with a little there, bit of ice cream. Yeah. Ooh. Mm. I could see how that'd be good. I can definitely see how that would be good. That's or hot thing. chocolate. Put, Put, that hot chocolate. A, Put that in the crust. You got yourself a spicy Ooh. cream pie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, that, you know that's I, one thing I discovered is is I season things more when I'm doing things like vegetables. Hot sauce well, is my friend. <laughs> when, when, you, when you're doing the low-calorie stuff, you kind of got to throw on the spice. Yes, absolutely. Other, otherwise, you're eating cardboard, and no yeah. one wants to eat cardboard day in and day out. Mustard's that's how green. you eat. That's how you end mustard. up with a pizza suppository. <laughs> what kind? What kind of mustard? Uh, yellow. Yeah, yellow. <laughs> now, see, I like a grainy mustard. Yellow mustard goes on all kind of vegetables. It's good. Oof, I, I'm not a big fan of mustard, but um, I do have the the sugar free ketchup or the low sugar, low sodium ketchup, depending on you know what's cheaper mm-hmm. at the time. Yeah, so, so. The, the difference is, is like five calories per, per serving for the one and 15 for the other. Right. But, yeah, that's still really low calorie when you compare it to the however many calories the sugared one is. Yeah, there's a lot of sugar in ketchup. There's a lot of sugar in everything. Ketchup it's is rather for disturbing. children. Ketchup I like is ketchup, for children. so call me a child. 
<laughs> Granted, I also like hot sauce. There's no sugar in hot sauce, so there shouldn't be. There's, no yeah, that's what I'm finding. You know, like the hot the the hot ones, buffalo sauce that's in that pack is delicious. Oh, and, you need to be and careful. has no sugar. Well, you need to be careful um, when you're watching the serving sizes on those sauces because they like to get the the calorie count down to zero by saying that there's 600 freaking servings in the in the container. <laughs> right. So it's zero calories per serving when you're using one gram of it at a time. That's how you end up with zero calorie. Um, what um, butter spray? Right. Oh, nonstick spray. You, you speaking of that too? I was what was a oh um Tyler Tube on YouTube. He found this thing. I guess you can get this thing. I assume it's on Amazon. But you take your stick of butter and you stick it in this device. Okay. You're and then you, you, yeah, right. No, but you put it um on like a, it's like on a, um, I assume it's a induction plate, and what it'll do is it'll melt that butter, and it, it, the top of it is a spray, so basically make butter spray by just sticking this this uh stick of butter in this thing. That's cool. I don't know how much it costs, though. I think you can get it the same thing with the, the stick of butter, a small spray bottle, and a microwave. Well, true. True. But I think the, the, the thing you can do with this is you can, after you're done using it, you can take it and stick it in the fridge. And well, then, you can do that with a spray bottle, too. True. But then again, when you're microwaving, sometimes when you microwave those spray bottles... He's not good. <laughs> that's true. It will sometimes um, release melt? the chemical that's... Well, yeah, if you're or overheating BPA. it, it will melt. But it right. can also release um, BPA if you're, once right. again, overheating it. So you or do it, it in like 10, in 15 seconds right. increments. Well, if you're getting the food safes one that says BPA free, then you don't really have to worry about it, do you? No, there's that, yeah. And it's a butter. You could just put vegetable oil in there, and then you're good. Or just buy Pam. Or just buy Pam. Like a dollar per can. Yeah, I think I pay you, what, $3 for two large cans at Sam's Club or something like that? Something like I that. Forget. Yeah. They got it's them not at, expensive. Uh, like, what uh family dollar things like that so yeah you can so also think of a buy dollar like a quarter. A, well what's even interesting now is more people are you know watching what they eat you can get similar a similar kind of spray but with avocado oil or oh, coconut yeah. oil well avocado oil has been around for a while the spray true, uh, true. The aerosol spray that's been around for a while now I don't know how much avocado they really use or if they just use fake-ass avocado flavor. <laughs> right. Right. That's well, you should make, Joe. What should I make? You should make yourself some Pav Bahaji. Mwah. It's what fantastic. What that? It's like a... Uh, a mixture of of different vegetables with uh, pav bahai masala, and you you pressure cook it, and it 
it turns into like a almost like a, a puree from the 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 pressure cooking and it is mm, you could eat it like plain. You could put it on like toast or whatever or look, whatever. Does it we look like eating. something you like find that. in a diaper? So good. It looks like something you find in a diaper. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, a little bit. It's a little redder, so if you found it in a diaper, you avocado probably like, yeah, 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 yeah. you'd find in a diaper. As soon as possible. All of your avocado spread? Well, that's true, right? Yeah. Well, I, one thing I've never understood is avocado toast. Oh, and there is, an exception, there is an exception to my pickled rule, and that's kimchi. Ah, kimchi. Yeah. I wreck some kimchi. Kimchi is good. Uh, what is it you put in kimchi, Dan? Did you say you put shrimp in there? You can. Yeah. Oh, well, you put, little, your, uh, put your kimchi in some chicken noodle soup. That's delicious. Uh, yeah. I need to try that. You, there's uh, there's a little uh, dry, like shrimp that you can get at a uh, Asian market that they've some um, traditions put that in there. Right. I just use fish sauce. Put it on top of some, some bulgogi and. Mm. I put it on top of. Uh, I just made a Korean beef bowl the other night. Fish put it on top of there. Put my kimchi on there. Mm. Did you put a fried egg no, on I top? Did. Uh, I didn't because I was I, I was out of eggs. But I did put. And Joe, uh, Joe won't like this. I did pick with some. Uh, Pickled carrots? Which I didn't pickle. Ugh. Pickled What's carrots. It sounds weird. It sounds awful. Oh, it's so good. Well, it's kind of like, like it was on uh, like Dave's Bond Me. Now, I, 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 I like carrots raw, but I, I don't like them any other way. Right. Oh, not even a beef stew? They were essentially raw, Dave. But the vinegar and yeah. salt and the yeah, carrot, it softens them up. You take carrots, you slice them up, you, you toss them in a pan of boiling water, you put a crap ton of uh, brown sugar and, and maple syrup in there. No, it's that's... like eating candy. <laughs> now, fried egg on a burger is delicious. Yeah. Or... Or have you I like, ever made a, a juicy leafy? Joe, when I do Korean food, I, I usually like mm -hmm. to put a soft-boiled egg on mine. I love that. There anyway, you go. Sorry. Or tetakabuki. I put soft-boiled eggs in it. That's Korean, too. You heard it. That's what you need Lucy, to try. Right? What the fuck's a juicy Lucy? <laughs> tetakabuki. You, 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 you make a burger... You crack an egg in the, in the, like the bottom part of the burger, then you top, we'll put more meat on top of the egg, and so the egg's inside the burger. What does that have to do with so the Tatabuki? So it's kind of like, like, um. The Tatabuki sounds like something you'd order on Tatooine. It doesn't. I just said, <laughs> oh, I was just I talking about were, stuff the okay. eggs are good with. <laughs> what, what, what is this Tatabuki? It's, uh, yeah, rice Tatabuki. It's rice cake. And before, it, it, if you are thinking rice cake is that Quaker Oats thing that you buy in the store that comes in uh, like a bread bag, 
that's like no. This like is, is like a no. This is it is like uh rice cakes come in like a couple of different shapes. It's like a kind of like a tube shape. It's like a about an inch thick and about two inches long, or a disc. It comes into and it's uh rice. It's made out of rice flour, so it's uh, a glutinous rice. Um, almost like I, I don't want to say it's almost like you can think of it like ravioli, but it's not stuffed, and it is just so I good. Have had this. It is amazing. I have had that. I forget where I had it, but it was good. It is so good. Oh, you know what I did want to say, not relating to food, but I got an email today from a local venue where a uh, concert venue mm-hmm. and apparently the red hot chili peppers are coming to virginia beat oh, yeah. in june so i was like oh i wonder how much tickets are can you guess how much tickets are on the cheapest tickets start at 140 dollars i was gonna say one yeah. and i'm like who the hell can afford that uh that's, that's people crazy. that do not have children I'm, we're talking like on the lawn, general admission behind everything. $144. I didn't That's ask. ridiculous. I didn't ask, but my brother is taking his uh, 15 year old daughter to see the Stones front row tickets. Front row seats. Front row. Did he front win, front them, from a, did no, he win he, them tickets? He, bu- he bought them. This is the fourth time he's seen the Stones, and he, he, pays, he pays money for it. <laughs> Your brother must be rich. I cannot imagine how much the stones are. I can't either. Holy crap! If we're going for front row seats at uh, tickets are starting at six hundred and sixty dollars. Gracious! For the pit? Nope. No, not me. Yeah. Oh, Dave, I did get. I did pick up uh, the Dark Forest two All weeks right. ago. Well, I didn't. I didn't start it yet because I'm still. I, I'm. I. I am reading Kafka on the shore. I, I picked up all three in audio, but I haven't started them yet because I'm still finishing off the um, Alex Veras series. The audio book is is good, and uh, the full trailer for the Netflix show, The Three Body Problem, released yesterday. It looks. It looks good. It looks great. I think it comes out in March. Was it? It's only yeah, covering the, the first, first movie, yeah. right? I mean, yeah, first, I think right? the, the plan is to do all three. But yeah. the, the... Well, did you see? That's good. So I have, yeah. I have time to read. Yeah, time. To read it. <laughs> did you see who who gets to make an appearance on the big screen soon? Grogu. Godzilla. No, oh, Grogu. Gro- yeah, the yeah, Mandalorian and Grogu. Are they coming to the next one? They, they are the next movie, or they are a movie. I think it's all about. They them. are, yes. I think it's called The Mandalorian and Grogu. Well, that's just, that's the story. It says Mandalorian and Grogu journeys to the big screen. Okay. That's not necessarily the title of the movie. Okay. What I think it is is probably the next season of The Mandalorian. It's in an two hour and hours. a half of them flying right towards <laughs> yes. the screen. Well, I think Ashoka's supposed to get a movie too. I thought, oh, um, Ray too. Yes. 
Kathleen Kennedy. Thank you. Thank you. I've, I've I think I'm done with Star, Star Wars. I've enjoyed the Mandalorian. The Mandalorian was the best. I mean, it was the best Star Wars they've had probably since uh, Rogue One. Rogue One was the last good Star Wars I saw. You know, if if, if Solo was pretty if, awful, if the movies <laughs> take place, if the movies take on Tatooine place or Jakku around the time. No, if the movies take place either during or after the last three movies took place, then I'll be no, interested. This would be before. And don't involve the Skywalkers. Well, I'll the, be interested. This would be well, before those three what, movies. Before? No, the, the, yeah, that huh. one would be the Mandalorian one would. But That's I what know I meant, the Mandalorian one. The, Ray, the, Ray, the next Ray trilogy uh, is her building a new or, new Jedi Order. Supposedly. Blah. I didn't watch the last three movies. I didn't either. But I think I saw one of them, and then, then I stopped. Have you installed, uh, have you tried out the new have... smooth scrolling in the new version of them, or do you even care? Well, how do you install yeah, the I didn't uh, even know there was a smooth scroll. In your MRC, you put uh, SMS on or something like that. Smooth, smooth scrolling support. Why would you need uh, that? that? Is that built Yeah, I, just, I tried it out just to, to see what it was about. It's been asked for, evidently. But, uh, yeah, it's version 9.1, which came out this week, I think. Oh, wait. 9.1. Which version? What is this crap? I got 9.0. I guess I got to update. <laughs> okay. No, I did update. No, I did. I did update la after last week. I did update, and it says 9.0. So I guess 9.1 might be available Is it available Just add set SMS in your VMRC and You'll have smooth scrolling for what it's worth. Why? <laughs> Let me see if, it, if it's telling me. Wait, what? Why is it? Why does it say Vim nine zero two one six seven dash seven? All right, hold on a second. What is that? Uh, SMS. I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, was it SMS own? Is that what I said? Set. I'm sorry. Set SMS. So, like, what? What is it like? What? How does it work? <laughs> I just read about it a while ago and, and enabled it, and I think Control E and Control Y, you can sort of see it, and mouse scrolling, you can sort of see it, but I. Yeah. If you have line number enabled, I think it's more obvious. When you're, I don't know. That I, I, I tried it; it looks sort of smooth, scrolly. I think it looks a little different than it used to, but I really can't tell. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how it's supposed. To, um, I don't really notice much of a difference, but 
It didn't okay. tell me it couldn't do it when I typed set SMS. Anyway. So I'll have to look it up. Yeah, I'll have to look it up. Okay. See what it does. I'm interested yeah. now. You got me interested. I use Vim all the time, man. Me too. All the time. Vim and Notepad plus plus and PB Edit. I only use Vim, but it's just for home use. So. Not like right. I do. Yeah, I had to do professional stuff. So, not that you can't do professional stuff in Vim, because you can. But, but when I'm troubleshooting the server, I don't need you know. If it's All on right. a Windows box, I don't have Vim. So. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna play this out. Here we go. Thank you, everybody. Uh, we got. Thank you. Shit, we're ten days in already. Damn, twenty twenty-four. All right, here we go. Oh here we God. go. It's Hacker Public Radio. Hacker Public Radio is a daily podcast by the hacker community for the hacker community. If you're interested in technology, creative thinking, hacking, Linux, or any kind of computer, that kind of stuff, you should listen to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.com. Hello, my name is Matt, and I've started a new podcast called Libre Quest. I talk about Linux and general technical topics. To get the show, visit librequest.org. So we can paint anything we want? Anything at all. How about if I paint your fine ass? Yeah, with my tongue brush. Shut up. Just shut up. Daddy has a gun! It's over. Well, you were making a poo young in the kitchen, and I was in the dining room having sushi. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know what sucks? What's that? Well, there's a classmate I had in high school, uh, and she passed on Friday. Uh, she was battling addiction for 20 years. That is bad. To die from her addiction? <laughs> I'm guessing so. Well, I don't know. The, ob- the obit doesn't say. But oh. I know she was, they, they, she was in AA, but it doesn't say for how long. Oh, that stinks. Hear that? She's only fifty-two. She's the same age as I'm. Alcohol's a hell of a drug. Pass away. Yeah, and I know you know that. Who me? Oh yeah, my dad died. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I say, wait. <laughs> I, I drink maybe your dad. One your dad. Beer pick- a day. If that. Your dad pickled his liver. <laughs> Oh my, yeah. Basically, I think my dad's liver packed up and left. Yeah, that's how my <laughs> my wife's brother died. Uh, he was in his fifties when he died. But he was twenty years older than she was. Uh, this was twenty years ago. But that, he drank himself to death. That's a shame. Yep. Yeah. I'm glad I am a. Let's see. Uh, the OLF where Dan got me drunk as hell 
was the last time I drank. <laughs> was that before uh, Dan Moon, John O'Bacon, or was that after? <laughs> Which other uh, was that? Before. Okay. Before. Was that a long time it was, ago? It was the same year. <laughs> it was the same year. I, I'm fortunate that I can, I can take that stuff or leave it. Yeah, I, I, um, I don't even crave it anymore. I, I'm going to be honest, I don't. I've, I've never craved it, and I don't even particularly like it. But yeah, I, and I have no trouble dropping. It. I mean, I, I, I might drink once a year. I don't even do that. Dave, Dave I don't starts his drink and with. he finishes it at the end of the year, <laughs> and in between, it's just one long, constant. Refilling of the cup before it goes uh, empty, right? I, I know you won't, but if you go back and listen to what you said not 30 seconds ago, you said you drink one year a day when you meant to say one day a year. One beer a day. Oh, one beer a year. day. I thought he said year. No. One beer a day. <laughs> yeah, I drink in one year. <laughs> what, what most people drink in one year, I drink in a day. See, right? I, I <laughs> now, now, my family, when I was down at my dad's house, both he and my nephew had a shit pile of moonshine, like the old, like uh, all the different flavors of the moon of moonshine and whiskey that you can get down there. You know the kind that's in a in a uh, uh, jar, yeah, jar. Yeah, the apple pie yeah. moonshine is in the cinnamon. Both of those are dangerous. Yeah. Hi, how are you doing? I'm all right. Mm. Still alive, eating some pho and bon mis? Uh Not this week, but I'm still well, alive. Good. That's important. Yeah. Man, it's hard to believe we are 10 days into the new year already. Holy sure, crap. Sure enough. Boy, yo, yo. Just living the, living the retired life, though, right? <laughs> What more could you ask for? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. How's the family doing? Everybody's doing good. No complaints. Not yet, right? Not yet. Oh, wait a minute. Ay, ay, ay. Did you have to babysit today? I did, but I'm off tomorrow. Oh, off tomorrow? What happened? Right, that's it, I get a day off a week, and it, it sort of rotates. Oh. Wait, you get one day off a week? Yeah. One day? Well, well one weekday. I'm off oh, every Saturday, week. Sunday. Yeah, yeah. One weekday. Does your daughter work weekends then? Also, like a swing type. Uh, no, no, she works. Her and her husband both work just during the week, but uh, he works four ten, so he's off one one weekday a week. Oh, four tens—that's not fun, huh? Ah, four tens is great. Four ten. Well, you know what? That's true. Does it rotate which day that he gets that? That's that rotating day, right? Yeah. They give me a calendar like every other month, so I know what what days I'm gonna have off. Cause I don't, I can't keep up with it. 
You're not good with dates? I'm not good with somebody else's schedule. <laughs> you can't even keep your schedule up, right? Yeah. All right. Ay, ay, ay. Ah, where's the screw? I got to unscrew, right, Dave? I don't know. <laughs> Why is... Oh, there we go. This is a lot easier than last time. Uh, <laughs> changing a hard drive in the middle of the show or something? Yeah. I'm swapping hard drives again to take out the hard drive of the configuration that I want to use and put it into the laptop that doesn't have a broken screen. So I can uh-huh. give it... So I can give it back to my daughter so she can drop out of school and become a content creator ah. at, thir- at 12. I said, <laughs> she, she got off the bus yesterday and she said, I don't want to go. I'm sick of school. And I said, well, you know what? I'll sign that paper. You can become a YouTube con- influencer, <laughs> content creator. There you go. Make your millions now. Oh, God. I saw something uh, sometime last year. It was, I can't remember the number, but it was the percent of 18 to 24-year-old males that actually thought that was a, a valid career choice. <laughs> and, you know, and it may be. I don't know, but it, just, it doesn't seem like one. I know, I know some of them make some money, but I, I would assume it's sort of like the NBA. There's just a handful that's going to make that kind of money. Oh, yeah, yeah. And see, that's the thing. I watch a handful of people because, you know, they're enjoyable to watch. Yeah. And, and like, I sit there and I'm like, I cannot believe that these people are making, like, a ton more money than I'm probably making or have ever made in my life for doing what they're doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's that, just, that, it may be a valid career choice. I just, I just. It is it is completely valid if you can hit if you can hit it. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And it takes a while. You know, I'm like, look at this, look at this motherfucker. He's playing video games and making <laughs> millions of dollars doing it. Like, and I'm like, what? When I play video games, all I get is a backache. <laughs> And a disappointing look from my wife. You did what for how long? <laughs> and that's the way it goes. What am I doing wrong with this case? Uh, uh, there we go. Oh, look at this. Watch, it's not the same hard drive. I can't believe, man. Th- this hard drive... I don't know if, I think I said it before, Dave. This, uh, hard drive here is like the size of a stick of gum. Yeah. And it's larger than all the other hard drives I have, almost all the other hard drives I have here put together. Now, all your others, are they spinning discs or are they solid? Uh, I have a few spinning discs and some, uh, solid, you know, SSDs, but they're, this is these these SSDs are insanely like I'm just blown away. How big is it? 
What's the capacity? 250 gigs. That's the biggest hard drive you have? <laughs> How about you rephrase that, Dave? <laughs> you know storage is cheap, right? Yeah, but... <laughs> Dave, man, I got four kids. All my money. It just goes right to whatever they're doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I realize... My weekly grocery bill could probably get me three or four hard drives. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, I the thing about like that. Sure, I know I don't have much storage space, but I haven't had need. But you've never had much storage space. <laughs> no, I haven't. <laughs> I mean, as long, as long as I've known you or been listening to you, you've always complained about not having enough storage space. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I, I don't know what I'm going to – what would I do with more storage space? Where would that come from? Oh, what would I do with it? <laughs> you, sound, you sound like a, a digital Henry David Thoreau. <laughs> a Walter Pine. You just, you just don't need that much. <laughs> what would I do with that much storage space? <sighs> it is a good idea, though, you know, at some point. <laughs> you know, One I do. Day. <laughs> yeah, I actually, I, I do have a lot of storage now. A lot more, like... I have yeah, a couple of drives <laughs> laying around I, I got to find use for. But it's one of those things where, like, I should take that those drives and put them in my older systems. But then I'm like, I've already replaced my older systems with some stuff. So I don't know what to do, you know? Well, that's not good. That didn't sound good. It told me it didn't find an operating system on. How could that be? How did, how could that be? I just Oh, wait a sec. No, that's weird. You got, did I screw uh, something up? You got secure boot or is it you you the UFI or anything weird? Or? Let me. Oh, I think maybe. I think I need to go in and. Uh, oh, legacy how, what the hell? How did it tell me I didn't have. I gotta reboot this thing. Alright, let's see if it'll. It told me I didn't have any storage installed. But then it came up and wanted to boot into Manjaro. So I'm like, that's maybe really he's, weird. Maybe he's just making an assumption about you. No yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, this isn't Windows. So <laughs> uh, we I hear your storage impaired. Hey, Joel. I'm well, finger impaired. First it was there's no storage, there's no OS, then there's no storage. Then we go in and it shows me the Manjaro boot screen. So I re 
reboot it to make sure it detects the storage. And then after it gets through the that diagnostic screen, it wants me to log into Manjaro. So I'm like, what the hell? It's, it's working now. It was just yeah, thinking that loud. It's working. There you go. I can give this back to my daughter. Yeah. Hopefully That's the it. hard drive doesn't go out in it. <laughs> no, the, the hard drive's not the problem. Oh. No, the hard drive wasn't a problem. It was the the one had, that had the cracked screen. My older daughter, the laptop she used for work, not work, um, school, she fell like uh, about a, a week before. No. Yeah, it was the week of finals. She was walking down the steps at school and and tripped and fell and then cracked her laptop screen and she couldn't do her final so i had to take my other daughter's laptop and swap the, the hard drives in there so that she have something to do her final on and now i am swapping the hard drive on another machine that I have that works, that doesn't have a crack screen. I just love swapping hard drives, not... Oh, oh shit. It's, I will say, it's getting easier, like, depending, like, if you buy, like, a gaming-style laptop, it's actually really easy. This is, this is not hard to, to swap the hard drive. It's so much easier than it generally is. Uh, well, no, actually, it's not, and I just lost the screw. Oh no, here it is. I thought I put it. That's what she said. Yeah. So now I can put this in, and then Dave was laughing because it's making fun of me because I was saying this hard drive here that I have, that's the size of a stick of gum, has more storage than almost all the other hard drives I have put together. Yeah, and he's laughing at hey, me. Hey, I made my reservation for our first vacation this year already. Sweet. Got going to Hershey, uh, the Hershey area. We're not going go to go Hershey the Highway every day. Well, there's highways there. If you're going down the Hershey <laughs> Highway, make sure you stop at the Dave Yates Suppository. <laughs> No way. <laughs> the David's suppository shack. No, nope, but I'm I'm gonna go to Seltzer's Smokehouse and get some more uh, lemon and bologna of different varieties than I can get around here. <laughs> I can get like the basic sweet and the basic regular anytime I want, but it costs like um, last time I got it, it was like eleven dollars a pound, which is ridiculous, but. All the other stuff, like like I can bake a shoe fly pie. Dave, you'd probably like it because it's sugar. That's oh, yeah. pretty much what it is. <laughs> I, I think I've had it before, but I can't remember. Yeah, I did pretty good on dinner tonight. I went Taco Bell and I didn't get a big ass burrito. Did you hear about the the new burrito they're coming out with? Okay. No. It's, it's got, it's just a regular burrito, I guess, but it's got Takis and sour cream in it. That's disgusting. I'm not uh, a sour cream fan, but I, I would, I would try Takis in there, but I'm not a sour cream I fan. I like Takis. <laughs> I like a Takis a lot. 
I, I, I don't know, Dave. You and I have opposite tastes. I like sour cream, but I'm not a fan of Takis. Really? Not really. I thought I you would. No. You know what? It's better than, it's better than, like, if you've ever seen, um, uh, Mythical Kitchen on YouTube. No. The dude on there, he made a chick, fried chicken sandwich. And the coating on the outside was the blue Takis. And this That's thing looks horrific. <laughs> and he made a sauce up out of it with blueberries and, like, chipotle peppers. And, ugh. It's like, you got, uh, I'm telling you, it's a fun show. Mythical Kitchen sprung from Good Mythical Morning. So I don't know if you watched that one or not. Uh, I, I, I know of them. Uh, my right. youngest daughter, she eats the the... The Takis in the blue bag with, but she drinks milk with it. Fuego. Oh, why? I don't know, but she she likes milk and Takis. Huh. Now I've been eating. I I bought a pack of those hot one sauces from YouTube. Uh, if you're if I see you, I'll try it next time. I try and see you. I'll make sure I had the bottle of the Apollo uh, last dab with me. Because let me tell you, that's some hot stuff. I ain't figured out what I'm gonna eat it, eat it on yet, though. <laughs> it uses the Apollo pepper on it, which is like three or five million Scoville. But has, the rest of the sauces are very palatable. Um, they're plain the um, buffalo sauce that was with it. That's what I've been doing with the. Um, we got some of them bear uh, chicken strips. B A R E is the is the brand bear, and um, I'll air fry those, and uh, then I'll have some of that hot sauce with it. I've also gonna... taken uh, the buffalo sauce and mix it with some mayo, like when I make dipping carrots or something. How about I hot hot sauce this fucking shell so we can get going? Yeah, let's go, man. Yeah, let's do it. What is it, Dave? Ah, uh, ten thirty-four. You got it. How'd you know? You didn't even look it up, did you? I did. Yeah. I did. Not, I did. Memory not. like an elephant. <laughs> um.